my heart stopped and within moments she came out. She says, Rocky, we need to talk, which is one of the scariest phrases any husband wants to hear, but especially knowing I've been hiding porn for years. Welcome to the Husband Material Podcast, where we help Christian men quit pornography. So you can change your brain, heal your heart, and save your relationship. My name is Drew Boa, and I'm here to show you how. Let's go. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Husband Material. I'm here with my friend and fellow Braveheart certified mentor, Rocky Pizer. Hey, Drew. Good to see you. Good to see you again. Yeah. I'm really excited about Rocky because his story is amazing and he's also leading men to freedom. Rocky, how long have you been free from porn? Well, I think it's about, I would say about um, 15 years. Every time you ask me that question, I'm thinking I have to do the math, but 15, 17 <laughs> years, something like that. <laughs> That's a good sign. It's been a lot of years. It has been. Yeah. And how did your journey begin? My journey began, uh, basically it was in a prayer session because I was sabotaging my career and my businesses and I couldn't figure out why. And so I met with a brother at church. We did theophostic prayer, which means God's light. And so we do multiple sessions. Once a week, we do a session and just ask God, why do I sabotage? And one session, Ron said to me, I just want to ask God one thing before we start. If there's anything hidden that we don't know about, please expose it tonight. And I did the most dangerous prayer you could do. Uh, I'll do whatever it takes wow. to see what that is. And when we began to pray and I closed my eyes, Jesus showed me this concrete dome. And there was a door in this concrete door, dome with a little window. And he says, I'll take your hand. Let's go see what's in there. You're safe. I said, okay. So we walked towards the dome and I looked in that window. And there was a version of me when I was maybe nine or ten years old. And a bunch of repressed memory that I didn't know about became to this started flooding over me. And uh, older boys had sexually acted out on me at that age. I was known as what's called a latchkey kid. So my parents worked. And when I got out of school, I would go instead of to my house to the older boys house. And then we'd all stay together until my parents came home. And it was during those times that they acted out on me. And I I learned about sexuality in a very unhealthy way. So when all those things hit, I, I probably cried for a half an hour. I just wept and wept and wept. Ron was patient. And when it was all done, he says, what's going on, Rocky? And I said, well, I have these memories I didn't know about. I saw, I know who the people are. I, the sights, the sounds, the smells, everything was there. And, and I told him about the experience. And I said, you know what? I've been doing porn and masturbating for years. And I never put the two together that this would sabotage my life. And so it was just, Ron said, well, we know about New Creation Ministries. That's probably a good place for you to start there in Fresno. And so that was the beginning. The, the, the sad thing about it is, he said, you also need to go home and tell your wife what took place and talk about it, viewing porn. I go, yeah, yeah, okay. So I went home, I told Lila, my wife, I said, hey, I had repressed memories and this is what happened. I started, actually, I think I was crying again when I told, told her it was very emotional. Well, I'm, I'm thinking to myself, oh, I'm not telling her about the porn. <laughs> this is enough for one night. And so about a week later, our son who still lived with us, he was in college. He got ready to leave for the night and he said, Hey mom, um, I was in the office, which we had our office at home. I want you to go look at something on the computer. I got to go on my date tonight. It was just matter of fact, and he left. Lila walked in there, and when she walked in there, I thought, 
on the computer. And it's like my heart stopped. And within moments, she came out. She says, Rocky, we need to talk, which is one of the scariest phrases any husband wants to hear, but especially knowing I've been hiding porn for years. And uh, I had files on there that didn't get tossed or hidden. And so I walked into the office and right on a computer screen are my porn images. And um, yeah, I, I was I was totally devastated. And I felt like my world had just crashed on top of me and I couldn't even imagine what was next. I My thoughts were just muddled. And so I told her that Ron had mentioned New Creation Ministries and that I was supposed to tell her about the porn habit and I didn't. And so um, made an appointment the very next morning to start recovery. My wife decided to stick with me. And so she went to the spouses group and, you know, this is like 2003, which was amazing. They had a great spouses group. And she decided to stick with me and work this out together. Wow. Yes. What was it like for you to start that healing process at New Creation Ministries with Russell Willingham? Um, it was almost as frightening as having to confess. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. And my, yeah. I'm in there with a, with, a, with a bunch of uh, porn addicts or, you know, this is who I am. I'm in this group or why? But um, I knew I had to do whatever it was willing, I was willing to do. Mm -hmm. And so I, he just basically asked me why I came in. What was it that brought me here? And when he started the intake and uh, I was able to share in that office, there was just, there's just a grace for it in there. And again, I fell apart again and um, realized that it's scary, but I had made a decision once I started talking with Russell, that this was like another career for me, that mm -hmm. this was like a business decision that I'm going to make this as important as earning a living. And I'm going to do this thing and, and get through it, whatever it's going to take. And yeah. I did that and I didn't realize how tough it was going to be, but it has been so worth it to be on the other end of that. And for everybody who's watching and listening, this journey is not short. No. It's not easy. No. And you have to be very brave. I wonder if some of you might need to do some theophostic prayer and just ask God to reveal, yeah, reveal the deeper realities of your story and your past and your wounds. And I love that image of Jesus bringing you to the window and, and showing you something. I mean, we all have memories that we're not aware of that are still affecting us today. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it's going to be scary, but you know, like you said, it's worth it. And I would encourage any of you to engage in some prayer and, and say, Lord, would you shine light on my life and show me why, why I'm sabotaging myself? I love that term, self-sabotage. And we all do that in different ways. For you, it was in your career. Um, and one of the other things that strikes me is in your story, you from the beginning, um, you for a while didn't realize that your problem with porn was connected to... I was clueless. Those childhood experiences. Yeah. Yeah. So, and that's doing that, like you said, I think, and going to prayer, and especially with somebody you trust, I just trusted Ron to pray with me. Mm -hmm. And I knew he had my best interests at heart. And he's a rough and tumble guy, man. But you know what? 
he will love other guys into health. And so that's so important to have community when you do this. Rocky, when you, when you think back to your younger self who was nine or 10 years old, how do you feel towards him? I, um, I feel very compassionate uh, towards him. And I was able to say it was, I can still say it was painful. It really hurt. And at the same time, God has brought redemption to that area. Rocky, it sounds like you've experienced a lot of healing to get to that point of self-compassion. I mean, when, yeah. when did you feel like there was a turning point that you could begin to love your younger self? We'll talk about a, a two to five year recovery periods initially. And I would say it was in that first year, year and a half where I really felt compassion towards this, the younger me, the nine, 10 year old me. And I began to really see the other boys as just acting out on who they were and the brokenness in them. And I would begin to see God as not absent, but being there right alongside, knowing that he couldn't violate their free will, but at the same time, providing me enough protection that I would eventually find freedom from that. Awesome. Yeah. I love how your ministry is called Regenerate, Regenerate Mentoring. How did God regenerate you? How did he regenerate me? Uh, that's a long story, but the short, <laughs> the short story is that I understood that there's always a redemptive process going on. I received Jesus as my Lord and Savior as a senior in high school. And most people look at that as redemption, but it, it continues. It's a process. So there's parts of my life always being redeemed. And I, I learned how to do that because God showed me how he made me, who I really am. Truly, I have a personal identity came from him. And once I accepted that and began to live that out, it was a huge change in me. We do not know that, you know, if you look in the Old Testament where it talks about God weaving us in our mother's womb, that there is his imagination of who we are. We're actually formed into us from the very beginning. And we, and and it comes out over the years, but if we have these layers of, of shame and brokenness on it, it's in there. I don't think the enemy can ever take it away, but he can sure hide it because, you know, the, the, the enemy isn't creative. All he can do, I love what Jay says, how he takes and twists it and it traffics that against us. Mm-hmm. And so he traffics things against us. So we never see our true identity and recovery is just unlayering all that stuff. And all of a sudden you start to see somebody that, wow, this is me here. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. I had no idea. And so then you discover who you really are. And it's amazing. So when I embrace my identity as a beloved son Uh of God, then pornography is not just this behavior that I'm trying to quit. That's not who I am anymore. That's right. Exactly. I love that. And, And when we begin to live in alignment with that true identity, then we can embrace a much bigger purpose for our lives. Um, and I mean, it's amazing to me, Rocky, how God not only gave you freedom from your old behaviors and the self-sabotage, it seems like he knocked down some walls to make some huge new space for uh, 
for bigger things in your life. Absolutely. I think one of the keys to that too was knowing that uh, he doesn't tell me how valuable I am just because he has to tell me that mm. I truly am that valuable and that worthwhile to him. And for a lot of strugglers, somebody will say, well, you know, you really, and they'll just talk about how they're a man of God and they talk about how they're this and that. And they're like, ah, you just have to tell me that because you're trying to cheer me up. No, God never does that. What he says is always true. And once you can really get that in your heart, mm. it, it, it makes a huge change. I see the kind of attitude and how you relate to yourself that I want so bad. Mm. I mean, Rocky, what does God say about you? He says that I have more value and worth than I will ever realize. He says he has bestowed his value and worth on me. And he specifically says, because I've written out identity statements that uh, I am to be a mentor I'm to be a father to the fatherless because he doesn't want orphans. He wants those that have been fathered, and so I can represent fathering to, to others. I mean, it just goes on and on, the things that he says about me. And now I can embrace that and humbly accept it. I, I, I call it my hidden place. It's a place where I go to the altar, and I just say, Father, I'm, I'm so humble and amazed at how you made me mm-hmm. and what you bestowed upon me. Because Jesus Death, burial, and resurrection is a, best, is a bestowing of all of God's values on each one of us. If we're willing to accept it, that just like <laughs> blows my mind. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. Let's live like it's true. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I would love to know also, Rocky, what's your favorite part about being free from porn? My favorite part about being free from porn Uh, would be no more shame. I have a no shame zone called my life. (laughs) (laughs) And I literally get to impart that, give it out to others, you know, because the the disciples said, you know, I don't have gold, but I have what's been given to me, I give to you. And as a disciple or as as somebody who's been mentored by God, I give to you the no shame zone. I, if you want to take it, well, I can walk out that path so you, you'll have a no shame zone in your life. That's awesome. Man, I love that. <laughs> and if you want to spend some more time with Rocky and his wife in the no shame zone, yeah. Rocky, how can people connect with you? <laughs> they can go to our website, regeneratementoring.com. And that was regenerate, the number eight, mentoring.com. Everything they need to connect with us, they'll find there. And we'd love to do that. I am not a salesperson. I am a mentor. Uh, if God is going to connect us, uh, then that's great. If um, Drew is a better person to connect with, then they need to connect with you. Yeah. And, and that's teamwork. It's, it, the kingdom is all about teamwork. We're, Absolutely. we're warriors. We're going after Collaboration. When I was yes. first getting into this, I felt such a weight of comparison. And that's not the kingdom. No. It's, so much better to collaborate. And I personally don't work with couples. So if you want to go through a process with your spouse, I would highly recommend Rocky. There is a no shame zone where you can be yourself and discover who you truly are. Yes. Change your brain, heal your heart, save your relationship. Let's go. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So thanks, Rocky. 
Thanks, Drew. And for everyone else out there, always remember, you are God's beloved son. In you, he is well-pleased. Yes, you are.